Welcome to the Relationship Diversity Podcast, where we celebrate, question, and explore all aspects of relationship structure diversity, from soloamory to monogamy to polyamory and everything in between, because every relationship is as unique as you are. We'll bust through societal programming to break open and dissect everything we thought we knew about relationships, to ask the challenging but transformational questions, who am I and what do I really want in my relationships? I'm your guide, Carrie Jaroslow, best-selling author, speaker, intuitive, and coach. Join me as we reimagine all that our most intimate relationships can become. had very few relationships in my teenage and young adult years. During all of them, though, I sat on pins and needles for most of the relationship. I wanted more than anything for the guy to like me and choose me. But as much as I desired this, I also expected the guy to break up with me. And as much as I wanted to relax in the relationship, just have fun and enjoy the connection, there was always an undercurrent of fear and dread. These emotions left me feeling completely unstable in any intimate connection. As soon as my emotions became involved, my ship became unanchored. My spiritual journey brought me face-to-face with my emotional instability. A huge spotlight shined on my parents' divorce and how that experience created my internal belief system where I was not okay to feel my true dark emotions. It always somehow played out in my external world where the guy broke up with me regardless of how hard I tried to make the relationship work. And in the beginning, I didn't look at it in this way. I just saw the guys who always left me. I went through a myriad of mental games. They don't know what they're missing. It's their loss. I'm so shocked. I thought he loved me. There must be something wrong with him. It was always their fault that I couldn't relax in the relationship. And then it was the previous boyfriend's fault that I had trouble trusting. And it was the boyfriend before that who left me unable to be vulnerable. This blame kept me stuck in a pattern that kept replaying itself over and over again. I kept wanting the relationship that would give me the emotional security I so desired. And even after I came to the realization that my emotional insecurity was rooted in the moment my home life became very unstable, I still put the blame outside of myself. If only my father had made a different choice, if he wouldn't have left my mom, if only he wouldn't have lied, if only, if only. And although it gave me more clarity about when it all started, it left me feeling disempowered to make any lasting changes that would bring me a fulfilling, stable relationship. And this is when I had one of my biggest aha moments. I came to the awareness that my emotional security couldn't be found in the old way I'd been searching for it, from the outside in. I realized that my emotional security is an internal job, which then radiates outwards to the choices I make, to the way I see the world, and to the experiences that I attract to me. I realized that it was up to me 
to learn all about emotional security and how to give it to myself, how to cultivate and learn something that I felt I didn't have. And so this is what I'm going to be talking about in today's episode. I'll look at what emotional security is and why it's so important in intimate relationships. I'll explore why someone may feel emotionally unsafe. And finally, how to begin to cultivate emotional security with yourself, even if it currently feels completely foreign to you. So when I talk about emotional security, I'm referring to the act of feeling safe emotionally, feeling safe in our emotions, feeling our emotions, and ultimately expressing our emotions to others. Emotional security involves feeling worthy and deserving of feeling all the emotions we have. It's about feeling validated and acknowledged, accepted and met in our truest emotional space. Emotional security is so important in healthy, intimate relationships because when we feel emotionally secure, we feel safer to be vulnerable, allowing someone else to see the deepest parts of ourselves. Vulnerability is one of the most important components of deepening intimacy and connection between ourselves and others. I believe that emotional safety is most importantly found within ourselves. Sometimes we are our biggest critics. I've been guilty of constantly criticizing myself for my emotions. I shouldn't get so upset, I've said to myself. I shouldn't let that person upset me. I should just brush it off. And even this one, don't get too happy. This was me invalidating me. And most of the time, this is a learned behavior. I don't believe that we're born this way. When a baby is upset, they cry. When a baby is happy, they laugh. Emotions run without even a thought of, this is wrong to feel, or I should feel something different, or I'm not safe feeling this way. When we're young, we're taking in so much information through what we're exposed to, what we see which unconsciously creates our personality, our imposed self-identity. Before we know it, we've created an identity from our woundedness, from our unresolved hurts and pains. Our emotional landscape becomes filled and then overgrown with weeds. Because we don't feel safe to really feel, acknowledge, and accept our true emotions, we hide them from everyone sometimes including ourselves. We stuff them down and create a world where we put on a brave face or become what everyone else wants us to be. And ultimately, we're resisting our true self. And even though it's keeping us safe from being hurt once again, it's also keeping us from living an authentic, inspired life. Before I look at how to begin cultivating emotional security, I want to touch on what helps someone feel emotionally secure. So I already talked about this a little bit, but I want to reiterate a couple things. Emotional security comes from feeling the freedom and permission to feel your true feelings, trusting that you won't be abandoned ignored, invalidated, made wrong, or disregarded for feeling the feelings that you feel. Now, when you have the experience of someone sticking with you, even through your biggest feelings, 
you begin to feel safer and safer in your own emotions. And while this can really be transformative, you never really have control over someone else and their reactions to what's going on with you. And many times your big emotions end up triggering them, which in turn activates their wounded insecurities. So even if you do find a sense of emotional security from another person, it is many times fleeting because if you don't feel emotionally secure within you, it doesn't matter what your outside world looks like or what anyone says to you. You will look at life and the things that happen in your life through this filter of emotional insecurity. This is why I say again that finding emotional security is an inside job. This is where the permanent shifts start. You do the internal work, the internal questioning, the internal accepting, and you begin to see your outside world through the filter of emotional security. And it's so much more empowering to realize that the one thing you do have control over is the way you show up for yourself. When you stick with yourself during those big, messy emotions, listen to yourself, acknowledge, accept, and even sometimes celebrate those messy emotions, you begin to cultivate this emotional security from within, which I said in the beginning is at the core of shifting your outside experience permanently. I remember starting this journey in my late 20s, the path from emotional insecurity to emotional security. Now, it's a lifelong journey, but this is how I started. So first, I allowed myself the space to get to know myself without judgment. Second, I allowed myself to feel how I really felt about something. I became the person who met me in a space of acceptance and love. I gave myself adequate time to feel my feelings without having to change them. Many times I used this statement, even though I feel really angry about this, I deeply love and accept myself. I learned this statement from the energetic healing modality, emotional freedom technique or EFT. And I say it over and over to myself with whatever emotion I may have, especially the ones I judge the most. I used it back then when I was starting this healing work and I still use it to this day. This practice took perseverance to stay focused, even when I wanted to fall back into old patterns of judging my thoughts and feelings. And even when I did fall back, which by the way is normal and happened a lot to me, it took hyper-consciousness to realize when I was judging myself because old patterns can be super sneaky. And it took dedication to find my way back to self-acceptance, acknowledgement, and self-validation. So here are some other ways I found to begin to cultivate a sense of emotional security within yourself, even if it feels completely unattainable and unfamiliar. The first is find your worth. And that's actually the main thing. And all these other ideas will come under finding your worth. Seek for it unapologetically. This is so important because if we don't feel worthy of feeling our emotions, then we'll easily allow someone else to invalidate them. And we'll invalidate them ourselves. Okay, so how do you find your worth? One way is by starting a self-care practice. 
Check out episode 20, where I lead you through three simple steps to develop a self-care practice. Trust me, I make it really easy. This self-care time is the time you nourish yourself first and foremost. Another is listing out things that feel really good to you, like going on a walk, taking a bath, petting your dog, singing a song, and then finding five minutes a day to actually do it. This shows yourself that you're worthy of bringing pleasure into your life. Another way to find your self-worth is by starting a gratitude practice. Taking three minutes a day focusing your thoughts on the aspects of yourself that you're grateful for. Another way is doing mirror work. And this is looking in the mirror and speaking lovingly, lovingly, lovingly. This loving self-talk right to yourself for two minutes a day. And I'll tell you, this has been, that, that practice was really challenging for me. But when I allowed myself to look at myself in my eyes and see that beautiful, wounded child and speak to myself as if, as if I was speaking to my inner child, I was able to really go into some deep transformative work. I've even seen studies of people who do this mirror work, healing all kinds of physical illnesses. So give it a try. One other way I want to talk about is writing yourself daily love notes or love letters. I like this practice. Consciously write them in the morning. So really paying attention, not just putting it on your to-do list, like closing your eyes thinking about what you want to say to yourself. And you can even start with what you're wanting someone else to say to you, a lover, a partner, your mother, your father. So consciously write that in the morning and then leave it by your bedside and at night, read it to yourself. Read it, feel it, bring that note to your heart or that letter to your heart and feel the love that you give to yourself. So these are just a few ways of how you begin to reprogram your sense of worth and cultivate a space of emotional security within yourself. It begins with that beautiful and many times very scary process of getting to know yourself. I mean, really knowing yourself and your true emotions, those messy, messy emotions, the raw, uncensored you. If you want to dive deeper into this idea, go listen to episode six, How Do I Get to Know Myself? And lastly, I want to tie this into the context of relationship diversity. Some people may think in the context of relationship structure diversity, that monogamy is the only way for someone to feel secure. And while this may be the choice and the best choice for some, it isn't always that way. When a monogamous relationship isn't healthy or even worse, it has abusive aspects to it, whether physically, emotionally, or mentally, there is no way that someone could feel emotionally secure. 
If you're in a physically, emotionally, or mentally unsafe relationship, please get yourself to safety as soon as possible. This takes priority because it'll be much more difficult to do the internal work if you're in an abusive environment. But if you feel physically safe, but don't feel emotionally secure in your relationship, begin to cultivate a safe space within yourself first. Because as I've said before, and I'm sure I'll say again, this is where permanent change begins. At the same time, your relationship with yourself is not entirely mutually exclusive from your relationship with a partner. So if you're desiring to cultivate more emotional security in your relationship while doing your inner work, ask yourself what you're really needing. What is your unique circumstance asking for that will lead you to more emotional security? Here are a few ways to create more emotional security in your relationship, leading to more intimacy and deepening your connection to your partner or partners. The first way is finding a therapist or coach to help you become aware of your feelings and help you and your partner learn new ways to communicate safely with respect, compassion, and care. Another way could be closing up a previously opened marriage or opening up a previously closed marriage. Another way is finding daily time to be by yourself. And another way, although could be controversial, is sleeping in a different room from your partner for an agreed upon time. This gives you the opportunity to be in your own space. And this could be for the week or month you dedicate to reading your love letters to yourself each night. Design it in whatever way feels really good and true to you and your partner. Another way is creating a daily ritual with your partner to share an intimate thought or feeling with them. Do this consciously by setting your clear intentions with each other about how you want to show up. Do this from the beginning. For example, you could say, when we get together, one person will share something and the other person acknowledges what's been shared by repeating it and saying thank you for sharing it with me. If you happen to feel triggered, you take responsibility to understand why you're triggered and come back the next day or next week to share what you've uncovered. And there are so many other ways. Be creative. What are you really needing and wanting? You are unique and your story and past is unique. Your emotional development and journey is also unique and the path you will walk to find more emotional security will be unique to you. One other way I wanted to mention is to find a caring, accepting community where you're given permission and space to explore who you are. Community was essential in my journey of feeling supported while facing some pretty dark feelings. And it's why I'm so excited to announce that my next live group coaching community and eight-week program is currently forming and will start in the middle of April. In this safe container, we'll spend our time together exploring relationship diversity and what it means to create a unique relationship from knowing your unique self. This carefully curated group will give you the chance to get to know yourself on a deeper level. 
explore your needs and desires, and learn how to communicate them in an inviting way. We'll also do some energetic subconscious reprogramming to release beliefs that no longer serve you and embrace new subconscious affirming beliefs that are more aligned with who you are. As you do this, you'll begin to get a clearer picture about how to design that unique relationship from your unique self. As your guide, creating a safe and loving space is the most important part of this work. And so each person will go through an application and interview process so that I can make sure the group has a compassionate, caring, inclusive container, which will free you up to go deep and feel held while you do. Join this special community by clicking on the link in the show notes to learn more and apply. With dedication, desire, and perseverance, emotional security can be rediscovered, relearned, and reclaimed. Know that you are worthy. Trust that it is possible. Listening to this episode is a perfect first step. I'm cheering you on and supporting your journey. Stay curious. Thanks so much for listening to the Relationship Diversity Podcast. Want to learn more about relationship diversity? I've got a free guide I'd love to send you. Go to www.relationshipdiversitypodcast.com to get yours sent right to you. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast. You being here and participating in the conversation about relationship diversity is what helps us create a space of inclusivity and acceptance together. The more comfortable and normal it is to acknowledge the vast and varied relating we all do, the faster we'll shift to a paradigm of conscious, intentional, and diverse relationships. New episodes are released every Thursday. Stay connected with me through my website, carriejarislow.com, Instagram, or TikTok. Stay curious. Every relationship is as unique as you are. Are you feeling stuck or unfulfilled in your intimate relationship? Do all your relationships end in the same way? Do you feel like you've lost the spark in your current relationship? Can you never even find one person who you want to explore a relationship with? If you answered yes to any of those questions, are sick and tired of feeling like a failure in your relationships, and desperately desire a different experience, then my eight-week deep reprogramming intensive may be the answer for you. In this program, I work individually with you for eight transformative weeks. We'll identify the subconscious programming that's keeping you stuck and shift it to a new affirming belief systems. We go deep, we get real, we get results. This is healing unlike anything you've ever experienced before. Here's what people are saying. Jordan from North Carolina said, more has shifted in eight weeks of working with Carrie than 10 years of psychotherapy. Jane from Sanford, North Carolina said, it's honestly changed my life. And Cassie from Santa Barbara, California said, Carrie's laser precision in helping me diagnose where the stuck energy was helped me make positive movement in our first session alone. Absolutely transformational. I love being a guide and witness to these courageous people who claim that they were done with their past experiences and ready for something different. 
I'm opening a limited number of spots for 2023 and would love to help you permanently transform your relationship experience. To set up a free 30-minute clarity call where I'll help you uncover your number one block to fulfilling relationships, connect with me through the link in the show notes. You are worthy of experiencing deep fulfillment and love in your relationships. This intensive work will help you get there.